checking us out live we invite you to place your comments in the questions uh and the live chat and hey take part in the show uh also before we begin if you have a real estate need like looking to buy a home or uh maybe putting your house on the market for sale uh, i invite you stay on after the show i have a very special message just for you uh, or maybe you're thinking about getting into real estate. We're getting a lot of that. We've, we're seeing a lot of that late. People are just very interested in getting their real estate license. Uh, or maybe you're already licensed and you're considering making a change with uh, brokerage. Again, stay on after the show. Got a very special message just for you um, from Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm. So without further ado, to make sure that we maximize time with our guest, I want to bring to the stage, she's a realtor, uh, very, you know, rarely new. Uh, with our company, but she's taking off like a like a slingshot, jumping into this business. Notice she's going to be phenomenal, uh, but she's also a vending entrepreneur. So we're going to hear a little bit more about that as well. Uh, with that being said, I want to bring to the stage Miss Kenyelle Thomas. Hey everybody, how's it going? What's going <laughs> on, Kenyelle? How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? <laughs> hey man, I'm doing outstanding. Hey, Kenya, look, of my 17 years of being in the real estate industry, I feel that as real estate professionals, we hadn't been appreciated. Like our clients, our customers, sometimes even our colleagues, man, they put us in this box, not recognizing that we're people too. People with passions, many layers. So I wanted to create a platform where real estate professionals like yourself could come on, showcase the many passions that, that we have in addition to being in the real estate. Um, also, I'm, you know, real estate coach certified in neuro-linguistics programming, hypnotherapy, success coaching, just finalized all my certifications, super excited about that. Uh, so, but I mean, if you got a coach, you got to do a little bit of coaching. So we do a little bit of coaching uh, on the show as well. Uh, before we really jump into the questions, I know when they hear your story, when they learn about you, people are going to want to be able to connect and engage with you digitally. Where can they go on social media to connect with you? So you can find me on Facebook at Kenyel Thomas, and that is put at the bottom, but it's K-E-N apostrophe Y-E-L-L-E Thomas. And then you can find me on Instagram at underscore Kenyel without the apostrophe underscore. Underscore at Kenyel, I mean at underscore Kenyel underscore. All right, so I'm going to make sure that I connect with you on IG um, as well. All right, perfect. 
So I always, again, this show is about passions and, and learning about the other aspects uh, of your life. So I always like to start off, I really start everybody off with the same question. Uh, and it's, you know, what are the hobbies or activities that you or your family are a part of? So we do a lot of chilling, like when we can. Of course, we're always looking to learn something new, but we like to chill, watch movies. Uh, I have two dogs, so we food with the dogs quite frequently. And then we spend time at the gun range. So I love going to the gun range, looking at new guns. Uh, the newest thing that I want, I haven't gotten one yet, but anybody who watches, you know, gun videos, the DP-12, that's my baby. I ain't got it yet, but when I get it, that's going to yeah. be my baby. Oh, man. So they better be out here. They better be watching out for you, Kenya. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what you like to do, you like to, you like to push that pistol. I see you. Yeah, I love going. What is it? What is it that's interesting? Like, I'm very curious about that. Like, what is it that's attracted that, that was that is attracted to you about guns, the gun range, and things like that? So I'm a country girl. I'm originally from Kentucky, and we have a lot of family in Arkansas. So all my uncles have billions of guns. They're always shooting. Now the boys typically got more shooting experience. So like, I have a little brother. He's been shooting since he was six years old. Um, but I always, from there, just was like, oh, I like guns. I like them. And then me and my dad would go, you know, from time to time, we went fishing. So my uncles were the guns. My dad was fishing. But then when me and my spouse, me and him go quite often. Now, his addiction to the guns kind of drew me in more because then I started having access to them. And once you start going and shooting them and seeing all the different stuff you can do with them, then it's like, yeah, it's adrenaline rush ah it's that adrenaline okay so your spouse he's real into it and uh yeah. pulled you pulled you right along like he tapped he pushed that button up and you didn't even know you had it on the inside of you and it just flirted <laughs> <laughs> wow that's cool man so like so what is it about the db12 like what is it about that gun that's that's your baby so it's a double barrel so you can rack it and it shoots two shots with one rack so it's wow. beautiful. It's pretty big, but it's beautiful. You rack it, you get the two shots, and it's yeah. quick. You say it's Rapid beautiful. It's beautiful. Yes. <laughs> wow. So I know, you know, you talked about being from Kentucky. So you relocated here to Houston. Why don't you walk us through how, you know, how that ended up happening? So um, we were in Kentucky. I'm originally from there, and he got a promotion. He's actually in the oil field. So he got a promotion to Louisiana. But we didn't want to live in Louisiana. So he was like, what do you think about Houston? And we didn't have anything tying us to Kentucky. Like my family is there, but I could always travel. And initially, I have a bachelor's degree in healthcare administration. But during this time, I was working to finish my bachelor's degree. So it was a good bubble for healthcare as well. So we were like, okay, we're going to pick up and move to Houston. And with that, he was like, well, we should just buy a house. Like we should, we were looking at the market versus renting and buying. And he was like, we should just buy a house before we move. Yeah. So that took us about, I'm going to say maybe like seven, eight months. Uh, the first initial weekend we were supposed to come down, Hurricane Harvey hit. So that deterred us from wanting to move here. I'm like, I don't want no boats. I don't want to deal with no hurricanes. Let's just find somewhere else. But ultimately, a couple months later, we picked back up on Houston and we visited a few times before we actually moved down. Wow. And next thing you know, you was here. Yeah. <laughs> Four years now. Wow. That's 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 an awesome story. Um, so you mentioned about your two dogs. So you, you got fur babies, huh? Yes. Two old English bulldogs, brother and Bella. 
Brother, <laughs> brother and Bella. Are yes. they from the same litter? No. So Bella is actually from Missouri. And brother, we got him once we were here and we picked him up in Alabama. Wow, wow. So you so you you have an affinity to English Bulldogs. They are so just their um temperament is what it is for me. Now Bella, she's the protector. She's gonna let you know anytime something moves. She can hear a car before the garage door opens. Brother is like the baby. He just turned three, but he's so playful. He if Bella go, he go, but if Bella ain't going, he's not going no okay. <laughs> Wow, I love that, their temperament. That's awesome. And how long have you had them? Bella is six, so we've had her six years, and we've had brother three years. Sweet, okay. Now, I'm also seeing that uh, you say you like to shop and hang out. Yes. All right. Shopping. Shopping is, I used to shop all the time online like crazy, like, especially in college, my roommates would be like, you still have tags? I'm like, don't worry about the tags. Like, this was on sale. I love a sale. You That's my biggest thing. If I can catch a sale, especially like a uh, candle day for Bath and Body Works, oh, I budget that at the beginning of the year. I already know what I'm getting in you December. <laughs> you, you put that day on the calendar. You got the yeah. you got the uh, the thumbtack right there. Like boom, it's going down. And I'm so bad. I order online and then turn around and go in the store and be like, you know what? I could get a couple more. It ain't gonna hurt. <laughs> That's crazy. So what what is your spouse? Now I don't want to keep calling him spouse. But what's your husband's name? His name is Akari. Okay, so what does Akari have to say about all that? He loves a sale too. He, but his stuff is in technologies. He's into gadgets and gadgets, so like surround sounds, projectors. That's his shopping addiction. Uh-huh. Uh, if he can get those anytime, if it's on sale, he's like, it was a sale. That <laughs> and guns. Well, those he, two things. Well, look, he know he know how to get past you though. As long as as long as he tell you it was on sale, it don't matter what the cost was. Hey, it was on sale though. He recently just got a massage chair and he was like, man, look, these don't go on sale that often. And I'm like, we don't have it. Yeah, we can make some space. It's on sale. They look, they said this was a steal. So, a steal. yeah, he coming there. He coming there proud. He ready. To yeah. Look, look what, I, I did a thing today. Look what I did. Yep. <laughs> wow. That is that's crazy. All right. So now let's you talk about music. Right. What is it you like listening to music? You love music. Like, why don't you talk to us about that? So growing up, my mother loves Tupac. Like, she is the ultimate. Her license plate was Tupac. She absolutely loves that man. So for our cleaning, she cleans every day. But her deep clean days, as she calls it, it was Tupac fest all the time. So it went from that to me being able to be old enough to ask. It used to be like the CD player with the five disc on there. Yeah, I yeah. asked for one of them for Christmas. And then I asked for like the little surround that you can put up. And it's always been so relaxing in a way of like, I can hear a song and remember what I was doing at mm. that time. Or if it's like, man, uh, Blast has a song that just came out called On My Way. And I played it out all the time now. And I'm like, when I hear this song, I'm going to remember my beginning phases of real estate, what I was doing, where I was at. Absolutely. You know, in NLP, so for you all, people that don't know what that means, it stands for Neuro Linguistics Programming. Like I said, I just got certified in it. In NLP, we call that an anchor. So what you're doing is, is that you're taking music and you're anchoring it with uh, situations, moments in time. And that's actually a good technique because what it'll do is 
say for instance you have a great moment in time like energy is very is very important in our business staying at our peak state feeling really good really excited getting energized well if you take a moment an experience in time of your life and you just feel on top of the world and you anchor it with a sound right well now you can take your like your physical state and your physiology will respond every time they hear that sound <clears throat> and you can instantly put yourself in that state under any circumstance so which is what you've been already doing you just didn't know what you were doing yeah yeah because i could that's gone in a minute or some old ones that i used to listen to and i'm like man especially don trip he's one of my favorites and every time i hear a song i think about I was in college working all these extra hours, doubles to make sure I could finish doing what it was I needed to do. And it's like a good feeling. Now, like, of course, during that time, the feeling wasn't that great. But yeah. now it's a good feeling to be able to look back on it and see how much I've accomplished from that song period to the new song period. Absolutely. No, that's a great, great tactic. And now that I've kind of explained that, like, you want to get yourself into a powerful state. And now think back through your musical library and think of those songs that take you there and play those things like you're preparing for a listen appointment you're preparing to work with a buyer you you know preparing for a negotiation whatever man put that put that song on yeah and it'll it'll ensure that you know you're, you're gonna be at a peak state when you go in there so yeah we call that anchoring in the nlp um, well good man all right so let's talk about these vending machines man like uh i'm very curious to know about that and how you got connected into all of that so I have a best friend in Kentucky. Like a couple years ago, we were actually talking about it. Um, it was like right when the pandemic hit off, I think. And we were just texting about it back and forth. Like I think she had sparked the conversation up in some type of way, but we were both interested in it. And so I'm like, man, that would be something good because I have younger siblings. So I'm one of six on my mother's side. Um, and so I always think about my younger brother and sister. I'm like, that's something that they could actually get into. We could do it together. They don't have to have, I'm sorry. They don't have to have much. At, <laughs> they don't have to have much at all. Like, I can literally set it up for them and because they're young. So my little brother's 18 and my little sister's 22. So it'll be something like I could pass. I can show them the way and get into it. So my friend ended up getting them first and she, you know, kind of told me the different things about it just the kind of ins and outs. And then I'm a YouTube person. I YouTube everything, YouTube and Google. If we are having a conversation and you tell me something I don't think is factual, I'll Google it in a minute. Like, <laughs> and people be like, there she go with Google again. Yeah, I'm going to Google it because I need to know. So I started watching YouTube videos and following different people who actually were in the industry. And it just sparked my interest from there. I started my LLC before I actually even got it. Cause at first I was like, I'm gonna just get the LLC and then, you know, move on. And I was like, ah, no, nah, I think I should do that first and then focus on the machines after I get all that set up. Sweet. So about how many machines do you have? Two right now, two and counting. I actually want to upgrade to new ones. Now the new ones, depending on it, where you put them in, I would love to have one in the airport. I know the airport would make buku money in there, but you got to pay for you know the five and six thousand dollar machines because you want them to look 
you know, attractive to the people who are flying through the airport. Yeah. So how do you, I mean, it's that's interesting, man, because I would think that it would be challenging for you to get people to agree to let you put your machines there. Like, how does that work? Started with like small businesses who typically like car mechanic shops. They're always gonna want a snack or they're gonna want something to drink. Typically, the people that come in are gonna want a snack or something to drink. And I learned to just pitch it like I'm doing them a favor versus them doing me a favor. So you don't want your customers gone. If your customers leave, then their car sits. If your car lot is not that big, then you have another issue. Or your workers, sometimes your employees might just need a quick snack. But if they take a break, shoot, some places where I work at now, they 15-minute break is a 30-minute break. But because we got vending machines in the break room, they go back there, get them a snack, and they leave. So I always start with how I'm helping you for your business. And I've seen some places, like, of course, like if you would go to an airport, they're going to want a percentage of your profit. That's just off the top. Yeah. But some of the smaller places, they don't. They're looking at it as, okay, this could help. This is, you know, increase. Hey, I can offer this to my customers and they can be pleased. And they don't have to worry about the maintenance of it because anything that happens is on me. Yeah, that, that makes sense. So they can definitely see the value of having it a part of of their place of low, uh, business. All right, yeah. I, I, like, I like the way you frame that. Look at you. Good. Well, I mean, I love the story. You know, what's motivating you? It seems like your family is very important to you. Um, yeah. yeah, leaving a legacy for, for your family and setting something up, you know, being that trailblazer for everybody to where their journey isn't as difficult uh, seems, seems very important to you. So I love it. Um, and then us being in the information age, I mean, I think the best thing that could have happened to you was Google and YouTube. So yeah. <laughs> I'm big on family. Family is like my number one thing. Like it is my little brother. So I finally been able to convince my mama to move here and she's waiting on my little brother to graduate. But before then I was like, you know, me and Akari talked and we decided my little brother should come down here. If it wasn't at first, it was for the summer. But then we started talking about him getting his CDLs and Houston would be the best space for him to do so. Yeah. So it was like, okay, it's going to be better for him to come down here, get his CDLs and start living. He's only 18, but you still got to start off on the right foot. So yeah. that yeah. was it's very big for me to see them accomplish things. And my yeah. older brothers, they accomplished. But, you know, when you're the younger sister, the information translates completely differently than right. it does to the bottom siblings. Absolutely. I agree 100%. So do, do they listen to you, Kenya? Because, you know, sometimes them people don't, them younger kids don't listen. They ain't got no choice, Coach. <laughs> nah. <laughs> no, they be listening. Uh, my little sister, she, we're about four, maybe like five years apart touching. Um, but she has complete, like anything she do, she call me. Yeah. And especially I was on them about their credit early, too. I don't care what it is. Before you open a credit card, uh, any bank, anything, anything related to opening cable, you call me first. Your credit is my credit. So we need to make sure you start off on the good foot. My little brother is like a sponge, though. He wants to know how to get better. He wants to be able. He can go in a room and know no stranger. 
Wow. He loves to talk. He loves to, because he was even asking me, like, are the real estate classes hard? Because I probably should do that too. Yeah, you should, because you love to meet people. You love to help people. And that's your element. He's been working on, like, yard work, fixing up stuff since he was younger as well. So it's kind of his alley. But they don't have any issues. The older siblings, I always frame it to them differently too. Uh, my top brother that's right above me, he'll say all the time, like, yeah, you told me. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, just listen to me for a second. <laughs> and you probably, in, in his eyes, you always going to be baby sister. Right? Yeah, that's he what he says too. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. All right, so how do you blend it? Like, how do you blend all of it together when it comes to the real estate, you know, uh, and, and I also want to, before we even go there, talk to us about what brought, what got you into real estate. Like what, what attracted you to get real estate licensed? So we first, like my family in Arkansas, they own a lot of land. So every, like the wheels are, wheel different people own small parts and they were getting surveys done after my great grandmother passed to find out like what land was actually owned because some type of way land ownership got mixed up down there. So we started there. Then growing up, the house that we lived in for like half of my life, we owned. We got that from an aunt that passed. So my family was always like making sure to keep things in the family and hand it down. We started home shopping in Kentucky originally, but then we kind of held off on it because it really wasn't much there. I lived in a small town. But once we started looking here, it was exciting to me. It was exciting. And crazy enough, I didn't see the house that we live in until the day before closing. He's seen it once, but I didn't see it at all. All I seen was pictures and videos. So the whole experience, the process, the being able to, to walk away, the knowing like I got to have this house. And then afterwards, it was the joy for me. Like we still didn't, when we bought the house, we still had to go back up home to pack everything up. And we ended up staying an extra day so we could paint. So we, it was just so exciting. And so afterwards, then, you know, months and months go by and you still have that same excitement, looking to buy things, looking to change things in the house. And I was like, everybody should be able to experience this level of joy, this level of ownership. And how else do you do it if you're not out there? Because right. a lot of times people think home ownership is not attainable. Right. That's right. That's right. I'm glad you said that. So I'm really going to be breathing down your neck. You know, we have our pre-home buy session this weekend. I need you to get some people in the, on the Zoom or in the door. Um, <laughs> but um, but no. So you you it sounds like you just want to spread the joy. You want yeah. you want the people to experience the the feeling that you felt. Uh, well, let me ask you this: What song do you have a song that associates with your home buying yeah. experience? Eric Be Eric Bellinger Drive By. <laughs> me and him say that's our song. That's when we hear that we hear we bought an air mattress and blew it up and slept in the living room the day of closing because we had been staying at a hotel, but we was like we stayed the paint. We got an air mattress and we listened to that song probably the whole four days we was here just on repeat. Wow. That's, I love it, man. I love that story. I love that story. So, all right. So how do you blend it now? So now you have these different dynamics. Uh, you got your passions, right? We talked about the guns, right? We talked about uh, the shopping, uh, even the vending machines. Like, do you find yourself being able to blend those with your real estate career? I 
Now, me balancing it all has been, because I'm new, so I think I've been licensed now touching two months. Mm-hmm. So I'm still trying to figure out a way of keeping everything together as far as schedule-based, because I'm a planner. Like, I love to plan my day. If I can, I will plan from 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. Like, everything, if that's how life would work, right? But it's just a matter of knowing. So, like, the way he works, his off days, I typically try to make sure at least one or two of those days we do something. If it's not riding somewhere where he wants to go or if we're going to the gun range, just something that we can do together. The dogs is every day. There's not a day you can't get away from them. So, they're, they're going to make themselves known either yeah. way that goes. Yeah. And then everything else kind of just falls into line. Like, especially with me planning out my days. So, like, I might work extra hours during the week at my full-time job right now so I can concentrate nothing but real estate on the other four days a week. And then even some days like last week, I'll go to work 10 hours, get off work and go to showing just so I can keep that momentum going because shortly I will be able to leave my full-time job. It's Unfortunately, coming. Jason, Jason, turn the video off. Jason, turn the video off. <laughs> It'll be soon. I will be leaving soon. <laughs> oh my goodness! No, Jason Vincent. Shout out to Jason, man. Good friend, of my good friend of ours. Um, responsible for the future of my little one and his baseball career. So um, glad Jason connected us. Uh, well, no, that's 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 great. Like, and I and, I, and you know, I know you you only been in a couple of months, and you know, with the one on one coaching, obviously, we're going to work on how we flesh all that out and how we better leverage you know, these things that are your interests already um, and how we're able to use, because real estate is just one of those things that you can actually plug in into everything, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a basic necessity. People are going to need a place to live. All human beings are going to need a place to live. So being able to provide a basic necessity as a form of, you know, revenue generating revenue, I mean, it's key. So, you know, through our coaching, we're going to be able to do that. Um, the, you know, I know you came in and now you're beginning to work with a team, right? So why don't you uh, talk to people about that experience and, and the five-star team and how things have been going with you uh, with that? So the team is the best thing I could have done. And I'm not going to lie. At first, I was like, do I want to join a team? Because I was just YouTubing the different things. I hadn't sat down and talked. Kendra, which is my team lead, I hadn't sat down and actually talked to her about how the team ran. But just off of YouTube, I was like, ah, do I want to try it? And then I'm like, I won't know if I try. And it's not like I'm locking my life into this. If it's something I don't like, I can leave. But I said it was the best decision as a new agent because I'm around people who have been in the industry a long time. I can literally pick up the phone and call anybody at any time, including Mike. He's the broker as well. But on the team, you get access to different leads. You get access to being able to get help. Um, Maybe going and showing homes for people. That gives you more exposure on how it goes because my first time opening up a Supra, it's not like you come with instructions when you get there. You get there and you're like, okay, this ain't opening. What's going on? But you, you're able to gain the extra experience, the experience and the knowledge. And I will, I would do it again. It's been great. I love everybody that's on the team. Everybody's helpful. Anytime I need something, um, any things I could do better. If I have a question about maybe why I'm putting a five day option period versus a seven day option period. 
they can actually narrow it down and tell me like, hey, this is why. And then helping generate leads because I'm new to Houston four years, but it's not like back at home where I know the whole community. So to be like, hey, you need a house. Let's get this set up. Now I actually I'm starting from scratch pretty much the people that I work with and you know the few people that I know outside of that but I have access to be able to gain more leads and to be able to be in different rooms that I feel like on my own I wouldn't even need I wouldn't even know I needed to be in those rooms. Mm-hmm. No, that's a great that's a great way to to frame that. Um, it sounds like you really find the value in what the five-star team is providing. Again, shout out to the Kendra Kaufman. Uh, she's the team lead of the five-star team. And, and she's a phenomenal uh, team leader. She's a phenomenal agent. A lot of times people feel like, you know, if it's a, if you're a good agent, a top producing agent, you know, you're doing all of this production, that is going to automatically translate into you being able to nurture someone else and teach somebody else. And that's not the case. Like, you have to be built for, you know, being a, a high producer and being able to have that translate so others can follow along and understand. Uh, and, I, and I do think that Kendra does a great job of that. Her team is super solid. Um, and even, you know, when you guys had made mention about the connection, I just, you know, instantly I thought, oh, man, yeah, that's a perfect fit. Uh, yeah. You know, Kenyella get a lot out of, out of being connected to her and, and Kendra. And I know Kenyella's going to provide a lot of value uh, to the team. So I'm, I'm so glad that it's, working out uh, the way that it is. So uh, congratulations. Um, Exciting. So now, you know, you know, first of all, I just really want to say thank you, Kenya, for coming on, uh, allowing us a, a small window into your world uh, and your life. So, so grateful for that. I always like to give the guests the final opportunity, some last words, maybe uh, some last information that you want the audience to know about you or, uh, or just some final words. Like, you have anything for the people before I let you go? Uh, yeah, I'd just like to say thanks, everybody, for tuning in. I am new, but I am not quiet, and you guys will be seeing more of me soon. <laughs> she, already, she already talked about how she didn't got on Google and YouTube, so <laughs> she knows she got a, a wealth of knowledge and information in her head, and she's already talked about the team that she surrounded herself with uh, that's in addition to Brooks and Davis and myself. So you are going to be in great hands uh, when working with Miss Kenya Thomas. Yes, I'm so excited. And if you are looking to buy, sell, or lease, please contact me. Yes, she is. <laughs> Make sure y'all connect with her on Instagram and, uh, and Facebook. That's a great way to stay connected. As soon as we hang up, I'm going to go follow you, Kenya. So you at least got your one. I'll be follow. looking for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Awesome. All right. So, gang, before we wrap things up, you know, I always like to uh, give a rundown of what we have coming down the line as far as events. Uh, 2.30 here in about an hour and a half, we're going to be going live, Mastermind Through Tough Times. It's another one of uh, our BND TV weekly lineup shows. Now, my co-host, Margaret Harrison, uh, and our super producer, Jam and Jay, uh, Jay Joseph, with Milk and Honey Productions. We're going to be going live at 2.30. Real estate professionals just talking about randomness, a little bit of shop talk um, as it relates to the real estate uh, industry and beyond. So our random topic for today is, is breaking out of prison, the new escape room game. Uh, So make sure you guys log on, whether that's on Facebook, whether that's on our YouTube uh, channel, uh, so you can take part in the show. Matter of fact, 
we want people to get in the show. We'll pull you up on screen and you can participate with the Mastermind Through Tough Times. Um, tomorrow, tomorrow at 12 o'clock, right? And this is in person and virtual. We're going to be doing a part of our Mastermind series. Uh, we're going to do a, a panel as it relates to open houses, right? That's going to be tomorrow at 12 o'clock. It's going to be a, a very exciting event. Uh, we're going to we're going to have a panel of experts, top producing agents, but we're also going to have some agents that it's their first time, like first time doing open houses. Uh, so we can really just get a wide a range of conversation going. Uh, you're going to be able to learn the do's and don'ts of when hosting an open house, you know, how to build your pipeline through that, as well as get tips and best practices uh, when it comes to open houses. So that's tomorrow. Uh, again, I, you know, I definitely want to remind everybody, you do not have to be an agent with Brooks and Davis to participate in our events. So as long as you're licensed, um, go make, just go to the events page on the website, register, uh, and you can participate either in person or, um, or virtual. Uh, we're actually going to incorporate, we're doing our intern appreciation. You know, the semester's coming to an end. Uh, so we had about, we had four interns with ACC, so we want to show them some love. Uh, on tomorrow so we're going to be doing that and appreciating them uh, in conjunction with our mastermind series uh talking about open houses third uh also wednesday we're doing our orientation um so for our new agents we don't want agents to feel like they're on their own they're alone you know you start a new company you start with a new firm or a new organization you don't know anybody you don't know nothing you can be overwhelmed you can be frustrated that's not how we want your experience your initial experience in the brooks and davis to be so twice a month, we do our orientation, and it's to get you connected, get you brought in, feel the love, right? We want to love on you. Uh, so we're doing orientation tomorrow at 2 o'clock uh, as well. Thursday, uh, for our real estate student affiliate members, right? This is an event that we do twice a month. It's our real estate study hall, a great way for our real estate student affiliates uh, to uh, connect with one another, network with one another, um discuss you know what's going on as it relates to the test you know best practices study methods you know now we brought in two new agents that are actually going to take the lead on facilitating our study halls uh shout out to Shannon Thompson shout out to Rashid, Rashad, um, Rashad Garrett um you know the new agents they just passed the exam and they didn't have a they didn't have a hard time to help more people get past the exam so they're a perfect fit for that role so we're doing that this thursday six o'clock um, they're going to be facilitating that i'll be on there dion Carrier, our head of agent development you know she'll probably jump in as well so it's a great opportunity for our real estate student affiliate members uh, but because myself and dion's going to be on there we also want our mentors our new agents our new mentees to participate and our dual career agents right you know some people they refer to a part-time we don't use that term dual career you got a career in addition to real estate it's a great opportunity doing something in the evening time for them to be able to engage as well so we encourage our dual career agents to jump on uh, with our study hall on thursday at six um, as well uh, and then finally on saturday we got our pre-home buyer session look our goal, our cause at Brooks and Davis, and me personally, is that I want to get as many people, especially black people, people in my community, into homes. 
you do not have to give up on your dream of home ownership. You know, come to this event. It's going to be 11, uh, at, beginning at 11 o'clock. We do them once a month. Uh, all of them that we've done for 2022 has been in person. Uh, but this one, uh, for this Saturday, we are going to be having a virtual component. So it will be simulcast. So if you're not able to make it into the corporate office, you'll be able to jump on Zoom and participate with the session. You'll be able to learn about homeownership. You'll be able to learn and you know hear from the mortgage professionals as they demystify. There's a lot of myths in our marketplace as it relates to mortgage, how much you need down, where your credit score need to be. Look, I was talking to a lender today, one of our lenders, one of our national lenders, saying that they go down to 500 credit score. Yeah, I said it. I said it on camera. It's being recorded. They go down to 500 credit score. There are options and opportunities out there for people. You don't have to just feel like you got to be in this box. A lot of people feel like if I don't fit this box, if I don't fit inside of this box, then I can't buy a house. If I can't just check off these check boxes, if I, you know, I don't have 20% down. I don't have a 700 credit score. I ain't been in my job for two years. Oh, that means I can't buy. So they don't even try. You know, that's what this pre-home buying session is all about. It's to get rid of all that junk so you can really see how easy it is for many more people to get into homes. So that's this Saturday at 11 o'clock. Again, the mortgage professional is going to be there. We're going to have someone there to speak about credit and debt and how it impacts the process. Uh, and then you're going to be hearing about these other non-traditional methods and resources. Um, so by the time it's over, we're going to ensure that you walk out of the session knowing exactly where your next step needs to be to get you on the path of owning a home. Uh, so again, that's this Saturday at 11 o'clock um, as well. Please make sure you go to the events page at www.brooksanddavis.com to reserve your spot, to see the flyers, Maybe go to the Facebook business page, see the flyers of everything that we have coming down the pipeline. Um, okay, and then finally, if you have a real estate need, again, looking to buy a house or putting your house on the market for sale, stay on. I'm about to shut the show down. Stay on. We got a very special message for you. Um, maybe you're thinking about interested in getting into the real estate business. Uh, and you, you know, you want to learn a little bit more about it, or you're already licensed. Uh, and uh, because you're licensed, you, you're considering making a change or an adjustment in your brokerage firm. Again, I encourage you stay on. We got a very special message for you uh, as it relates to that. Uh, with that being said, this has been another great, phenomenal, outstanding, awesome episode of the Real to Life podcast. Uh, Kenyell Thomas did a phenomenal job. I'm so great, appreciative of her allowing us a window into her life. Uh, I'm your host, Michael G. Davis, broker and CEO of Brooks & Davis Real Estate Firm, Realtor Plus Business Coach. Looking forward to coaching you into the cosmos. It's time to take off, baby. Make it a great one. Hey, this is Michael G. Davis, CEO of Brooks & Davis Real Estate Firm, LLC. I am also a Realtor Plus Business Coach. If you are currently have a real estate need, or you're in the process of getting your real estate license, or maybe you've already gotten your license. Awesome. Watch this whole video because I have some outstanding news just for you. Now, if you are considering buying a home, we want you to know that we offer at no cost or commitment, 
to schedule a showing for you to see any property in the Houston Metroplex. But when you hire our real estate company to help you, we will hold your hand and guide you through the home buying process step by step. Visit our website or give us a call at the number shown to learn more. Or maybe you're considering putting your home on the market for sale. We want you to know that we offer at no cost or no commitment a couple of things. First is a free neighborhood buying and selling activity report for your home. This report will show you the amount of buying and selling that has taken place within your neighborhood within the most recent six to 12 months. All we need is your mailing address and email address to get the report over to you. We also offer at no cost or commitment a free in-person property condition home evaluation. This is where one of our real estate professionals will come into your home and give you recommendations and advice on what changes to make to the condition of your home and talk with you about how these changes could help sell your home faster and or for more money. But when you hire our real estate company to help you sell your home, we will put your home in front of more active home buyers than any other realtor. Just visit our website or give us a call at the number shown to learn more. Finally, if you are in the process of getting your real estate license or with a brokerage firm and thinking of making a change, we want you to know that we offer at no cost or commitment for you to be able to attend any Brooks and Davis real estate firm training or event. But when you join our firm, we will show you how to get everything you want using your real estate license. And what we believe real estate professionals want are an outstanding quality of life, the freedom of having options, and the ability to pursue what makes them happy. Visit our website or give us a call at the number shown to learn more.